What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Hi, we've got a gigantic show for you today, so don't skip ahead. Check this out. Today's Shadow Docket podcast, exclusively on our Patreon page, was easily one of the most insane episodes we've ever recorded. Jody says it over and over again during the actual show. Seriously, we started out talking about podcasting and politics, but then the conversation turned to sex, including all the ways sex in movies and TV shows totally misrepresent sex in the real world. And that's where it got particularly crazy. So if you want to listen, go to patreon.com slash Show. choose the $5 a month Shadow Docket level, and dive into the fun. The Shadow Docket shows drop every Tuesday and Thursday, featuring uncensored commercial-free talk about everything that didn't fit into the free show, plus sex. And you're going to get access to the Patreon app and the chat room, and you'll be supporting this fully independent podcast as we guide you through the chaos of our politics and sex. So get going. Again, that's bobseskashow.com or patreon.com slash bobseskashow. And now let the cartoons begin. The Bob Seska Show. Bob Seska. We could not talk or talk forever. And still find things to not talk about. The Bob Seska Show. From our nation's capital, it is Thursday, February 8, 2024, and this is the Bob Seska Show on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Hi there, I'm Bob. Hello, Bob. Hi, day 1,114 of the Biden-Harris administration, 272 days until the 24th presidential election. You can find me on threads and Instagram, the Bob Seska is my handle there. Bookmark it, follow me, please. Twitter, Bob Seska underscore go, and our Patreon page is bobseskashow.com. And those two people right there, it's the goth ninjas. Yeah. It is Jody Hamilton, the executive producer of The Stephanie Miller Show. Patreon.com slash Stephanie Miller Show to support it. Do it, please. Also, David Ferguson, we sometimes call him T-Rex. His music project is Astral Summer. Patreon.com slash Astral Summer is the website. Links in the description for all of that stuff, by the way. BobSeska.com. If you're interested. Okay. We're getting a a bit of a late start today because there were oral arguments, goth ninjas, in the uh, Supreme Court about this 14th Amendment Section 3 uh, decision by the Colorado Supreme Court. And I think the headline, maybe I'll just read Andrew Weissman's tweet about this. Breaking the Supreme Court oral argument, Colorado will lose with the only issue being whether a single justice will dissent 
tough and smart questions by the justices, including the three on the liberal wing. And in fact, in particular, Katanji Brown Jackson, she was doing some of the hard questioning of the Colorado team. So thinking ahead, this could be us next time, you mm -hmm. know, like in terms of people trying to keep people off the ballot. Yeah. Yeah. Unlike Republicans who can never put the shoe on the other foot and be like, huh, maybe it won't be us forever arguing this side of it, you know? Right, right. What Chris was reading today, he's like, oh, they don't like Trump's lawyers. And I'm like, no, Neil Katyal is seeing something completely different. Mm -hmm. um, and by the way, Thomas should have recused, but that's for another Oh, yeah, day. of course, of course. Um, he was going to, but he couldn't get the sound out around Trump's nuts in his mouth. <laughs> No, I mean, the thing is, 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 is when I was reading more into stuff that because initially everything was coming down because it was the, the Trump lawyer and they yeah. were grilling him mm -hmm. like hardcore as they should. And then all of a sudden, Neil Katyal goes, oh, yeah, Colorado's lawyers are not doing the right argument, according mm -hmm. to Mr. Katyal. Yeah. Because um, he would have argued something. I would believe about mostly anything. <laughs> well, and he also has argued in front of the Supreme Court. So oh, yeah, he yeah, knows yeah. a thing or two. Yeah, he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So he's like, I would have argued this differently. So, I mean, and then grilling both sides is makes me happy in uh -huh. a weird way. Yeah. Um, because they're doing their jobs. Right. Um, but, I mean, like I said to you earlier before we started taping, because we do this on tape. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. And we do a whole show before we even start taping. So that's. Oh, we totally do. And yeah. then it's on reel to reel. And uh, <laughs> Bob has to digitize Bob gets the that later. In the tape. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, he has to do all of that work. Regardless of that, no. I'm thinking, like Allison Gill and others are thinking, is what they're going to do if they don't just outright say, Colorado, you don't have a shot. Mm -hmm. If they don't want to do that, which I don't think they want to, um, is they're going to say, well, it's the primary. Yeah. So come back to us when it's the general. Interesting. Isn't that what Minnesota did or something? It's like, come back to us when it's the general. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, that could be a possibility. And, and you know what? They may surprise us. I don't know. Because uh, it was one of those things where, yeah, the Trump team really did a horrible job. I yeah. mean, John well, Mitchell, surprise. yeah, I mean, John Mitchell <laughs> representing Donald Trump was fumbling right out of the gate. And so yeah. initially we were all going, holy shit, this guy's not doing a very good job. I mean, he's really making a hard argument for the idea that uh, Congress has to, by a two thirds vote, remove this ineligibility right. for an insurrectionist in this kind of case. So in other words... Right. There's a, someone like Donald Trump, we'll just go directly to the actual example here. Donald Trump commits insurrection. The Colorado Supreme Court says he can't be on the ballot. And then Mitchell was kind of saying, well, it says here in the Constitution that Congress, by a vote of two thirds, can reinstate Donald Trump's eligibility. Right. But that's a huge hurdle to cross. Two thirds. Is that going to happen? <laughs> no, <laughs> never no. Happen. But but ultimately, I think this came down to the court being unconvinced. And again, we don't have the decision yet. We're just basing this on the tenor, the uh, tone of the oral arguments here. But th I think the court was unconvinced that one state has this power because it is a national right. election. So right. what's the remedy in this situation? And I wonder if they're going to recommend something along those lines. Like, what would it take? What would it require to remove someone running for president who has committed insurrection? If the 14th Amendment, Section 3, is insufficient for that, 
then what is it? What do you do? So uh, it doesn't look good for Colorado. As I said, we're going to wait for the final decision, but don't hold your breath. I mean, this comes down to the same solution. He's going to be on the ballot. He's going to be on the ballot. He's going to be on the ballot. Right, right. I mean, he could eventually be ruled ineligible to actually serve. But here's the thing. The solution to this problem remains the same. We have to work our asses off to reject Trump at the ballot box. That's how we need to gear our priorities here. This has to be the thing, because if we're relying on 14th Amendment, Section 3 or some other thing to protect us from the Donald Trump dictatorship, we're doing it wrong. In fact, I would much rather have it be that the American people reject Donald Trump than Donald Trump being rejected by some sort of court challenge. You know what I mean? I think it has more heft if the American people say, yeah, fuck this guy. We're not going to have this guy back in the White House and maybe by landslide margins in the Electoral College. I mean, that's a very real possibility. So I think that's where we are. I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not like hanging that stocking up yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same. Yeah. Like, oh God, just, just please just hurry and get it over with. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then, uh, by the way, Chris was like, okay, so Stephanie goes, well, if he's on the ballot, but then it's deemed that he can't serve, what happens? And Chris reminded her, the vice president, yes, if elect. he were to be elected, would be the president then. And and I'm like, oh, Elise Stefanik? Ew, yeah. Tucker Carlson? Barf. I almost wonder if Trump, I mean, Trump will never have Tucker Carlson as his running mate. No, because his Tucker wife has likes media him. skills. Oh, yeah. Right. right. Because, like, he can't have anybody that's going to outshine him in, or get put up any kind of competition in any way. It would be kind of hilarious if he actually ran without a Veep because he couldn't find anyone that he felt comfortable sharing this ticket with. Oh, you're, you're exactly oh, right, David. And besides, Tucker Carlson has more syllables in his last name than Trump. Trump mm. wants someone who has like, <laughs> the same like syllable. Like Stefanik, it's not going to happen. Right, Stefanik can't right. happen. It's too... Too, too much, syllab- too much, Stefan- right? Too much Stefanik on the posters and rolling off of people's right. tongues. You know what I mean? Like Trump, he needs to have superiority even when it comes to syllables. <laughs> and, and that's, oh God, then it's going to be Matt Gates, isn't it? Ugh. Or JD Vance. Ah! Vance. Ooh, Vance, one syllable, like Trump. Vance. Yeah. Yep. Like Pence, mm-hmm. Vance. In fact, yep. he, he only has to pay for uh, replacing three letters. <laughs> or, exactly. Yeah, uh, no, two letters. He, he yeah, can go from two. Vance yeah, to Just Pence. the P and the E. Yeah, exactly right. So it's yeah. affordable, too. <laughs> so Vance is a bargain for Donald Trump. Plus, it doesn't crush his teeny tiny brittle ego. Yeah, and Vance is not Lordy. great on camera. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. I just, whenever I see J.D. Vance, I think foosball guy. You know those little foosball characters yeah. in the foosball table? <laughs> okay, yeah, now I see it. He looks... <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Oh my I god. I always think he's gonna try to sell me something like a timeshare. Yeah. I don't know. He's just like oily. <laughs> well, that's Donald. That's Donald too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's Donald that guy. is like, I'm gonna sell you real estate in Manhattan, but like this guy, JD Vance is like, I'm gonna share, sell you a timeshare in Destin. Uh huh. You know, yeah. It's already yeah. underwater. Oh, and by the way, thanks a lot, Montgomery County or Comcast or whoever, because just as the oral arguments began, or the MSNBC version of it, that broadcast, there was like one of those emergency alert system tests that lasted not just a couple of seconds through the beeping, <laughs> but lasted from 1037 through 1052. 
I mean, it was, oh my god! It was super duper long, and it was just overwrote all of MSNB or the whole entire uh, uh, cable service. Cable here. feed, That's yeah, exactly. Bizarre. The entire feed was overwritten That's by this emergency long. service, like at least here in Montgomery County, Maryland. So I was like, "Fuck!" And so I ran over to the Supreme Court, went right to the source, Their and website, yeah. listened there. But uh, Ellie Mastal, I'm going to tell you, yeah. and this is not advice I would give to everyone because we need to have like people watching us. But like yeah. Ben and I have turned off our live cable feed. We just were like, "Fuck it! I'm not paying another eighty dollars for Hulu uh-huh. on top of our huge internet bill." Yeah. And um, I've been so much less anxious on a day-to-day basis. (laughs) I know. Cable news is the extent of our live television viewing, which... That's all we ever watched on Hulu, actually, was was MSNBC. And I'm not paying $80 a month to watch one channel. So Mm. it's like, goodbye. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, like, oh, my God, just on the whole... And I don't know if it has to do, like... Podcasts are fine. Reading is fine. Mm -hmm. But I think it has something to do with how we take in danger through our eyes or something. Because, like... But also just like, you know, network, like cable news thrives mm-hmm. on getting you to come back after the commercials. So yeah, it's just yeah. all yes. like. Well, that's all television. I'm glad you went down this road, David, because in a second, I want to talk about something that happened on cable news last night. And this should be a bigger story there. Fox News aired a live hate crime. Oh, it, I saw it was, that. It was yeah. astonishing. What? Yeah, on Sean yeah. Hannity, he was interviewing Curtis Ugh. Sliwa in Times Square, and there was a, a hate crime taking place by Curtis Sliwa's Guardian Angels guys. And we'll get into that in a second. But I, I wanted to add here, one of the things Ellie Mistal observed as the proceedings were happening is he said, uh, Justice Jackson's main point is that Section 3 of the 14th Amendment was trying to stop, quote, the South from rising again in their local and Senate elections, but not about presidential elections yeah no which is no no but i mean he was freaking they're also trying to argue that the president isn't an officer of the company oh yeah, yeah there was he's a been whole trying to argue country that. sorry country, the officer yeah. of the country yeah i'm like but we he uh, <sighs> so like a lawyer is offering counsel and therefore they are a counselor you know what exactly. i mean to me office officer it's one and the same it's a way of describing yeah. someone who holds office there's yes. like this is it's even like they're, just, they're, they're really are in the know you I mean I know you are but what am I level of argument yes. here, yeah. you know next yeah. they're going to be like well Absolutely. his name's not actually Donald Trump mm-hmm. and you, you know, know what it's John D Trump or if it hadn't been for Jill Stein and Jill Stein's supporters in Michigan, Fuck Wisconsin, her. and Pennsylvania, we wouldn't be sitting here having this conversation because there wouldn't have been a Donald Trump presidency. There wouldn't have been an insurrection, and therefore there wouldn't have been this issue as to whether Donald Trump is disqualified from the ballot. There wouldn't be this kind of opposition to removing him from the ballot on the court. What we would have, I mean, maybe there, you know what, maybe there would, but this is, we're getting really deep into the weeds of the hypothetical here. The fact of the matter is that Donald Trump was able to stack the court with three people who will, by and large, support Donald Trump. And we're on the path to possibly make that kind of mistake again. And that's why I keep leaning on some of these arguments about the economy and the Joe Biden record and the Joe Biden stability and the Joe Biden decency and decorum and the fact that we have a fascist running for president and democracy is endangered. Wait, wait, should we have a moment of silence for Marianne Williamson? Oh, yes. So What happened? So sad. She brick a nail. Suspended her campaign. She, she still had a campaign? <laughs> I know. 
Hi, paging Dean Phillips. Paging Dean Phillips. Hi, paging Dean Phillips. Yeah. Drop the fuck out. You lost to Marianne the other day. So yes. I on. thought I would have felt some kind of shift in the time space continuing through my <laughs> crystals when Marianne dropped out. <laughs> What's funny though, like she's like this new age, like happy, crappy, like meditator she's crystal not. person, but apparently a vicious temper and a terrible boss. Yeah. I've met her a couple of times. Very nice lady. Because mm-hmm. the people that I met her with are also nice people. And, but I did, a, a friend of mine worked for her. Yeah. And she wouldn't listen to him when she didn't agree. She wouldn't like debate it. She'd be like, no. Yeah. She wouldn't try to convince him the other way. He would be like, this is a bad idea. And she'd be like, no, it's not. So that's the problem. Like, don't be a president if you can't. Hi, Donald Trump. Yeah. Don't be a president if you can't listen to Opposing ideas that are view. not yours and and then go, okay, let me convince you that I'm right. You convince yeah. me that you're right. That's how that's supposed to work. Mm-hmm. And apparently she is not that person. And it sucks because I've met her a few times and she's lovely. To me, I don't work for her, but I don't she's know, lovely. I got to tell you, some of the nastiest, most vicious people I have ever known have been like hardcore New Agers. <laughs> They're like, oh, you know, they evangelicals. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't. They don't, yeah, I don't know a lot of evangelicals. They don't I do. orbit in the same circles that I do. <laughs> it's just not a thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, uh, the, yeah. the very fact that she engaged in this cynical cash grab by running for president yeah. again betrays the fact that she considers herself so woo-woo. You know what I mean? It's exactly. like these two things don't go together. No, of course all. not. She's in this for the cash. She's in this for the clout. Yeah. That's what that's all about. That's the same reason yep. why Dean Phillips is doing it. The same reason why RFK Jr. is doing this. Same reason with Cornell West. They want the attention. Look at me, look at me, look at me. And at the same time, exploiting the power of the, the laws that created super PACs. Because that's yeah. mm-hmm. that's where the money in politics really is. Apart I agree. From, you know, I'm going to throw my hat in next year. I'm throwing my hat in for 28 just to raise the money so I can <laughs> yeah. spend it. Jody Pack. Start the Jody Pack. Jody Pack. That sounds like a great idea. So, oh my uh, God. yeah, <laughs> I bet you spend less on Botox than, oh God, what's I don't his name do from the New Botox. York that just got kicked out? Oh, oh. George Santos? Yeah. Bless yeah. his heart. George Santos, he's replaced all of his blood with Botox, I think. <laughs> you know no, what I mean? I, yeah. I think no, so. I think he's done enough Botox to like paralyze an entire football team. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Uh, speaking of Botox, let's talk about Sean Hannity. Botox victim Sean Hannity. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, Fred Flintstone. Bob's like, you know, okay, Bob, throw <laughs> some claws today. So he had Curtis Sliwa on to fearmonger about the border. You know, the border of Manhattan with Mexico. <laughs> Yeah. Because Curtis Lewa was standing in the middle of Times Square. Those of you who don't know, Curtis Lewa goes back years and years and years. Like, I first heard about this guy in the 1980s. He's got this uh, vigilante organization called the Guardian Angels. He wears a red beret. Um, he's known as the only talk radio host who I have turned down when, he, when I've been invited on his show. Because he's a clown, and I don't engage with clowns. I've been on many other conservative shows. Turned down Stephen Crowder. Yeah, I was. I didn't turn down Stephen Crowder, did I? No, I did. Oh, you did. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good for you. Well, he's yeah. a clown too. 
But I mean, yeah, I, well, it was after my column on boxing came out on the Guardian. Oh, okay. And they were like, well, "Yeah, we want to talk to you." And I was like, "No, you don't." No. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Waste of time. But you know, I've been on with uh, Geraldo and Tucker Carlson and John Phillips, and yeah, I, I like to go on conservative shows because I like to mix it up with these people. But when I, I heard from Curtis Lee was people say, "Hey, you want to come on and talk about blah 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 with Curtis?" And I was like, "Are you kidding me?" No. I, I don't think I don't. Th- I think I totally ghosted them. I don't think I even replied to their email. There's no way. No. Right. Right. Nikki? No, no, yeah. no. That was my response. No, no. <laughs> yeah. No. So, uh, so anyway, Curtis Sliwa was on with Sean Hannity yesterday, and right in the middle of Curtis Sliwa talking about the border and how everything's out of control, a bunch of his guys off camera started beating up someone who they insisted was a migrant. Yeah. How they know they, they just that? Happened to I mean, see one wandering through the cityscape yeah i mean taking it face value (laughs) i guess you just assume if you're curtis sliwa if you're one of these uh maga republicans that anyone with slightly brown skin could actually be a migrant because that's the racism in all of this but apparently uh, he was speaking spanish yeah so let's listen to a little bit of this this is uh this is what happened you also think like i'm on camera you guys chill until the interview's over okay i can like (laughs) leave you alone a public space and you won't get into trouble right okay yeah yeah i mean you won't hear this guy getting beaten up but there were like four or five curtis sliwa goons who kicked the shit out of him i i I saw in the video that because they swung the camera around and you can see this guy on the ground and for some reason, they're ripping his shoes off. If you divide 53 million by 500, that's a $106,000 debit card. Not a bad deal. I don't think they're giving them to, to vets that are homeless in New York City. Not that I've heard, Curtis. In fact, our guys have just taken down one of the migrant guys right here on the corner, 42nd and 7th, while all can, this can you is... Pan- st- Were they keeping him in a humane trap in the car or something? Like, I mean, it's just it's too opportune. Like, oh, we found a migrant right when we were on the air, and now we're beating the shit out of him. Yeah, exactly. Like, One just happened to walk across the Wander street across. in front of them. Oh, God, there's a migrant. Yeah, shocking there would be someone with slightly browner skin than Curtis Sliwa's skin. Speaking of Manhattan. Crossing a street in Manhattan. Yeah, Yeah. which is an international city, basically. Yeah. (laughs) This guy's like, oh, there's one right there. You be here on vacation for fuck's sake. I mean, just... If you're a hammer, everything's a nail. In fact, our guys have just taken down one of the migrant guys right here on the corner, 42nd and 7th, while all this is... Can you pan the camera? They've taken over. They've taken taken over. over. Like the camera over there, if at all possible. There's one guy, and they've taken over. He's... Jesus, one God. guy. Lighten up, Francis. For God, lighten up, Francis. <laughs> oh, you got your key open, guys. <laughs> and what we're seeing here on video, while the sound is cut out, is mm-hmm. Curtis Lee was goons beating up this guy on the street. Yeah. Yeah. Who's from the Bronx? He's out of control. Out of control. Okay. Here we go. There. All right. Now, Eric Adams often complains he's getting no support from the federal government to help him with the surge. Of- yeah, good way to change the subject from the hate crime, Sean Hannity. Yeah, Let's put this yeah, on Eric do. Adams. I mean, I'm no fan of Eric Adams, but Jesus God. No. So that audio, the reason the audio dropped out was the actual Fox <clears throat> News feed from Times Square. So that wasn't anything that had to do with the sound clip that I have here. That was what we heard or didn't hear. Yeah, guys, on the your air. keys open. 
Yeah, exactly. But here's here's the conclusion of this. Here's the rest of the story, as Paul Harvey used to say. On Tuesday, February 6th at 2133, police responded to a 911 call for a disorderly male, the police said in a statement. Upon arrival, officers were informed that the male had repeatedly attempted to interfere and disrupt a live interview. So it's just a guy who was making an ass of himself, right, who wants right. to get on camera. Like we see that do. all the time. Yeah, that happens all the time. Yeah. The male was issued a summons for disorderly conduct. A law enforcement official told CNN's Mark Morales that the man was not a recent immigrant. Instead, he was a 23-year-old from the Bronx who moved to the United States when he was 10 years old. The man had attempted to get Sliwa's attention while he was on the air Tuesday night when the group confronted him, the official said. So that's it. Not a migrant. No. Yeah. <laughs> Fail, gigantic fail, but but they committed a hate crime anyway. I, I doubt it's going to be charged, but it's something that's not getting a whole lot of attention right now. It sounded like a hate crime when they were talking about it. So yeah, to yeah. me, that's evidence. Oh, and by the way, I was saying it was last night on Hannity's show. It was Tuesday night, but you know, all the days run together with this shit. <laughs> so, no uh, but that's that. Uh, again, this is the thing that they want for this election. They want people to be terrified of brown people streaming across the border. All those Mexican rapists are coming for them to behead them, to rape them and behead them. In Times Square, by the way, <laughs> they're jumping right over the Rio Grande and landing in Times Square. That's exactly how <laughs> this is working. They have amazing superpowers, all those migrants. So look out. They can leap from the Rio Grande all the way into New York City. That's astounding. <clears throat> so uh, in a second, I want to talk about the uh, House Republicans failing to impeach uh, Mayorkas which was fun, lots to say about that. Plus, we're going to talk mm. about uh, how the Republicans filibustered this bipartisan border security bill. This is all related, all related to the hate crime that happened in Manhattan on Sean Hannity's show the other night. And I'm not, mm -hmm. not afraid to say it. That seemed to be what actually happened. I mean, they beat up a guy because they assumed he was an ethnic minority who doesn't belong here. Also, the Biden documents investigation has ended without charges. We'll talk about that, too. <laughs> Nikki Haley is actually creating more and more arguments uh, against Donald Trump. Uh, I got a couple of clips here that could actually qualify as uh, Democratic ads. <laughs> we'll play here in just a second. Uh, plus, we've got some good news to uh, end the show as well. So 74% of Republicans want a dictator. We'll talk about that, yeah. too. Whole lot more podcasts coming up right after this. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
You can't always get a clean you can feel good about inside and out unless you're using Bubble Genius Bath and Body Products. See, Bubble Genius is a woman-owned small business proudly creating our vegan-friendly products in America and supporting other U.S. businesses by buying our ingredients and supplies from them as often as possible. Plus, you'll be hard-pressed to find packaging as recyclable as ours. Visit BubbleGenius.com and check out our cause-related items too, like our global warming soap and a lot more. We donate our proceeds for those items to worthy causes, like organizations combating climate change and mountaintop removal mining. Good stuff like that. We also send our products to the troops overseas through our Buy a Soldier a Shower campaign. Because the least we can do is keep them smiling and smelling great, right? So visit BubbleGenius.com and feel good and clean. Bubble Genius, doing our part to make the world a better place, one bathtub at a time. That's BubbleGenius.com. This is a brand new single from the great Vixen Noir. One of our favorites here on the show. Yeah. It's a song called Something. Download it now. Seriously. Go to bobseska.com. Find this episode dated 2824. Click that link. Scroll on down. You can listen to the show there if you want to while you're downloading because there are links in the uh, description to download all this music. All the independent recording artists here on today's show. And by all, I mean two. <laughs> uh, I've got another single uh, later in the show from uh, the great Tim Russ. Renaissance man Tim Russ, who was on the Wednesday show yesterday, by the way. So, uh, Meantime, uh, bobseska.com slash music to submit your work to the show if you're interested. Thank you for doing that. Okay, so let's see here. 74% of Republicans want a dictator. Oh, my God. This is another reason why this party needs to end. And I just yeah. remember when Obama was in office and they kept calling him a left-wing socialist dictator tyrant. Czar. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Against everything that we stand for. Yeah. Well, that's um, the, the great uh, fuckery of all of this is they're still kind of defining themselves as supporting democracy while all at once telling pollsters that they want a dictator. A startling 39% of Americans, I mean, these are all American, 39% of Americans, including 74% of Republicans, think it's a decent idea for Donald Trump to act as a dictator for a day to begin his prospective second term, according to a University of Massachusetts Amherst survey. 
we know who they are. Yeah. I mean, we know this. I just wish the population at large would get this. So that when you know the Republicans say they believe in the Constitution until something they want is against mm. the Constitution. Sure. They say that they support the family until it's a brown family, and then they tear them apart at the border, and they never see each other again. Mm-hmm. They say they're for individual responsibility until someone tries to hold them responsible for something. Yep. And it's just they don't fucking believe in anything except power and fucking with people they don't like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I just— Ugh, I fucking hate them so much. Right. Can we get the Jody the Oh my god sound like <laughs> I can do it live. <laughs> Ooh, wrong. Not that one. Oh my there god. it is. There we go. Also, yeah. <laughs> the original that one. one too. And th- is this one? <laughs> okay. I played that I one. I forget already. what I was we were talking about. I'm not sure. <laughs> I have we no idea. We were talking about Jason Momoa and kittens or something. Like something adorable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seriously, Republicans are like wind socks. Just whichever way their resentment is blowing today. (laughs) You're right. uh, It's just infuriating, but you will never, like, and you come to them and be like, do you understand the hypocrisy of outlining this my body, my choice thing when it comes to vaccines, but not for abortions? And they're like, you kill babies! Yeah. (laughs) Well, uh, Republicans aside, 39% of Americans in general are supportive of this idea, not realizing that dictators are never dictators for just one day. I don't think no. there's ever been an example where there's been a dictator who's like, well, 24 hours is up. I'm not a dictator anymore. Let's go back to democracy. That nobody's never, ever, ever been this brain bleedingly stupid before <laughs> to even introduce this as a concept, except the fucking adult toddler. Yeah. Who is their guy who they just everything that, you know, we have no principles is whatever Donald Trump wants us to do. Mm -hmm. You know, and he decides, you know, he's just because he can't think of what else to say because he's finishing getting from the capital letter at the beginning of a sentence to the punctuation mark at the end with that guy is like watching a drunk cross an icy street, you know? And he just was like, yes, I'll be a dictator, (laughs) but only for a day. And then now they're like, oh, okay, awesome. That is our party platform. And it just. Dictators are dictators until they're deposed or they die. That's how that always works. And the fact, yeah, you're exactly right, David. The fact that we're even having this conversation is just immensely barf-inducing. This is so bad that we've gone this far. We've fallen this far away from the values that this nation was built upon. I mean, only... Although Trump really does look like what happens when you cross a penis and a potato. So I guess he is a dictator. (laughs) Um, only 44% of adults completely rebelled at the notion of giving the former president who is currently facing 91 felony charges, dictatorial authority, calling it definitely bad for America. Only 44% said definitely bad for America. Another 44% is not terrible. I well, mean, at but least it's given almost the fact, half, but I mean, 18% of people will come out in favor of cold sores. Bob, yeah, but I mean, compare that, compare that to the 39% who said it's a decent idea. <sighs> Right? Oh, my God. Okay, so 39% are saying, hey, great, let's have a dictator. And 44 are saying, no. No. And so that's not too far off. 39, 44, that's in the same kind of margin of error uh, window right there, isn't it? Mm. Um, so another I'm willing to guess that three of those points are people who didn't understand the question. But another 16% judged that it was probably bad. 16% probably. are like, hmm, that might be a bad I don't know. I'm I'm kind probably. of ambivalent on the dictator That's the cold people. They're like, huh. Yeah. <laughs> I think I might like vanilla. <laughs> like, I mean, like, 
Yeah, they they're, really, like, they're like goldfish, just like swimming around. They're like a two-second short-term memory where they're like, "Ooh, a castle! Mm-hmm. Ooh, I've got a castle!" And is uh, that a castle? Whoa, a castle! Squirrel. Right, right. They're all squirrel. No, I mean they're agnostic when it comes to di- dictators. Yeah, they are. <laughs> That's it. It's probably bad, but you know it could be good. Hey. Maybe bad. I you don't know. There know. could be a god. I don't know. There might be a god. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, that I'm was like my bets. It's like an op-ed in that magazine, The Week. Remember that website, The Week? Yeah. Everything uh-huh. was like ambivalent about, well, you know, both sides kind of have a point. So, no. <laughs> it's like, fuck. You know, off. it's like, well, I mean, yeah, I could choose between beef and asbestos for what I want in my burger. <laughs> <laughs> the, okay, here. I mean, and, the, and, the, and the argument would literally be, well, the asbestos won't kill you right away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just. <laughs> uh, well, here are the groups, the following couple of demographics are the groups that are going to save America. Uh, the most opposed to the idea of Donald Trump being a dictator were women, 67%. Shocker. African-Americans, yeah. 82%. Can we just take a second, though, to talk about how Trump just thinks he's so great with the blacks? Oh, well, that's nonsense. He no likes one's to done say as that. much for the blacks as I have. Yeah, that's, see, and that's, it's just like, dude, if you knew that, if you were that guy, you would know that black is not a noun. Yeah, well, that, you know what? That comes right. from the same line of thinking as... Like Ben Shapiro saying, I was walking out of a Starbucks and I heard a couple of Biden supporters saying they were going to vote for Donald <laughs> Trump. That yarn, yeah. that trope that we've that heard, like Candace Owens saying shit like that, Charlie Kirk saying shit like that. It's all propaganda. Who's the guy that kept having cab drivers? And we're like, who takes a cab? Oh, I don't know. But it's all propaganda to kind of coax people along. Look where everyone else is going. Don't you want to be part of the group? Huh? It's like right. peer pressure right. they're applying. So when Donald Trump yeah. says, hey, look at my African-American over there, the whole idea is, well, if that guy, if that black guy supports Donald Trump, I guess I should, too. And that's yeah, the, no. the mentality behind the, that. It doesn't He work. only has one black guy. <laughs> right. Yeah. The, the blacks for Trump is like one dude. Right. Right. And he's always at every rally somehow. Every rally. they yeah. pay. He's paid to be there. Trust of me. course. I was going to say, and you know that among other black people, he's like Jar Jar Binks. You mm-hmm. know, like <laughs> everything about Don, like, let's just be clear about this. Everything about Donald Trump is fake. Like one of the things Rachel Maddow brought up on Monday night was right. that fake union rally that he did in yeah. Michigan where he paid people. Or I don't know if he paid people, but he got attendees to hold signs saying they were union workers and they're supporting they Donald were. Trump, even though they weren't. <laughs> So it is a complete yeah. bullshit event. You know, that's another thing that gets lost in the mix while, you know, the uh, news media stumbles over itself to, you know, jump on Joe Biden's latest gaffe. You know, the, yeah. the, the actual horror show that Donald Trump is responsible for, the daily humiliations, the daily indignities that Donald Trump foists upon this country. You know, the press can't cover all of that, but they can certainly every time Joe Biden says the wrong name, they're certainly on that one. We're going to talk about that later. Uh, oh, and finally, a full 15 percent of those surveyed responded that making Trump dictator for a day was definitely good for the country, while another 24 percent said it was probably good. Again, it's just like, make up your goddamn mind, Jesus. Republicans, by the way, are no longer allowed to say they support democracy or the Constitution. You just don't have a polling number where 74% of them say dictatorship is fine. Of course they will. They're going to be like, we're the freedom people. Right, right. Unless you're trans or black. Right, or female, or, I mean. Yeah. Well, so meantime, on Tuesday, this happened. The yeas are 214 and the nays are 216. (laughs) The resolution is not adopted. (laughs) Is that little Mikey? 
<laughs> yeah. That was an actual member of Congress saying that, by the way. <laughs> anyway. I feel like the current Speaker of the House is the first person to serve while wearing an actual pair of Buster Browns. Yeah. Well, well I think that the, the, the ha-ha came from Al Green, because guess what, bitches? <laughs> I came in, in my fucking scrubs, with no fucking shoes on to vote no on this shit. Fuck yeah, you. Yeah, Well, as oh, my- I want to imagine that somebody, like, unzipped their face, like a like V or something, you know, like... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's Al right. Green! Now, see, they would, have, they would have a legitimate argument if something like that happened, but Marjorie Taylor right. Green was making it seem as oh, if Al Green just appeared from another dimension, you know, pushing through a member brain in the space-time continuum. Transporter room in the back of the cloak room, yeah. <laughs> yeah. exactly. And the other thing is, shocking that the Republicans were entirely flummoxed by adding or subtracting one to or from a number. <laughs> Where did this one vote come from? I mean, that was the oh whole my. thing. I, she, she just appeared out of nowhere. It's, I can't do the math. And it, Because the, the vote was 216 to 214. If Al Green hadn't showed up, it would have been. Still would have gone down. Yes, it would have been two fifteen to two fourteen, and it would still yeah. would have gone down by one vote instead of two votes. Yeah. So, but there's a broader point to be made about that humiliation that the Republicans put themselves through yesterday. The first point is they can still go back home and say we tried to impeach Mayorkas because we care about border security. Never mind that thing that we filibustered on the Senate side. That we're going to talk about in a second here, but that's the argument. That's all they need. Even if that shit gets overturned, it was the whole. Ron DeSantis business model in Florida. Like, I'm going to do all this crazy uh, MAGA shit, and if it gets overturned, oh well, but at least I did it, folks. I was fighting for you. And that's the argument. I was fighting Mickey Mouse. Right, right. So that's the same thing with the, you've got to just say there's an investigation and we'll do rest. Exactly right. right. Yep, yep, yep. That's the whole Trump methodology. with with shit. So the other point I wanted to make, too, is if you ever lost your mind at some point or another wondering why, oh, why Nancy Pelosi didn't introduce every single one of your progressive (laughs) wish list bills, it's because holding floor votes on measures without votes is this humiliating. The humiliation that the Republicans are going through right now because they introduced this impeachment on the floor without having enough votes and it blew up in their faces, embarrassing them. And making them seem completely ineffectual, especially Mike Johnson. So this is the sort of thing that Nancy Pelosi was desperately trying to avoid, introducing legislation that would fail. Because once something fails, and this, this has been the entire history of health care legislation in this country, once health care goes down in uh, Congress, the next version of health care to come along is always more conservative. So what you don't want to do is put up this legislation and telegraph to the world that this legislation is unpopular through a failed floor vote. So suffice to say, Nancy Pelosi did get a lot of progressive legislation passed through the House of Representatives in recent years. That's a fact. she never went to the floor without the votes in her pocket. Exactly. She knew where her caucus was, and she was able to— And this is one of the things people are like, I used to Nancy Pelosi. I'm like, Nancy Pelosi is one of the most effective Effective, speakers of the House Mm -hmm. in history. And they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, because she never went to the floor and lost a vote. Yeah, yeah. And she would, she would, the whip count, who was her whip? I don't, was it, I don't remember who her whip was. Jim Clyburn? But I think it might have been. But regardless, it's like she got Republican votes too because she doesn't do the Hastert rule. 
Yeah. And the fucking Republicans are like, oh, the Hastert rule. And it's like, dude, if you want something to pass, talk to the colleagues. And Hakeem Jeffries brought up, we had the slim margins. Guess what happened? Nancy got shit done. And and in a big way. I mean, I was going through some yeah. of the legislation that the House of no, Representatives really... passed under Nancy Pelosi prior Amazing. to yeah prior to the twenty two uh, uh, midterms, and mm-hmm. the record was astonishing. The thing that drives me up a fucking wall is Senate. When, well, no, when activists, when progressive activists, don't take into account the lack of votes, they need to yeah. be able to count the votes. They yeah. need to everybody, the votes the whether you like it or not, you need to watch the episodes of the West Wing that were because I didn't really understand what this any of this meant really yeah. until yeah. I had actually seen it played out with figures on a board, you mm-hmm. know, where you're like, oh, that's what it means to win yeah. the vote. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't, yeah. you know, it's just people are only dimly aware that, like, you have to make deals with people. Mm-hmm. Like, that Nancy's yeah. calling your office and saying, look, you've got to vote for this, and I will get you this amount of federal spending for your district, and it's like a process. Yeah, yeah. And so it, The I American mean, president also has that. Right. Yeah. I mean, a lot of activists on the left tend to bash the Democratic Party without realizing that th- yeah. there are things, there are structural hurdles that have to be cleared in order to get this legislation passed, including the balance of power in either but one of those Jill Stein said I'd get a unicorn. Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, Marianne said I'd get a nice crystal. <laughs> so... Meth. Along those lines, uh, Republicans <laughs> filibustered the bipartisan border security bill that they introduced and supported and yeah. wanted and coaxed uh, Joe Biden to compromise on. Uh, because And James Lankford has been thrown under the bus. Yeah. And then Trump turns around and feeds them their own shit. Like, just, you know, I know that you did this and you want it, but I don't want it because it'll make Biden look good. Mm-hmm. And exactly. we can't have that. Yeah. It'll actually. Thank God is not another pandemic, right? You know <laughs> and that that will actually solve the goddamn problem. And without the problem, Donald Trump's got nothing to run on because he needs to be able to scare exactly. the crap out of his red hats, out scare the crap out of yeah, about uh, out of swing voters and older people who live far, far away from Mexico and are still rending their garments over any brown people that might show up in their uh, homogenized white neighborhood. In New Jersey. In yeah, yeah. North Dakota. Yeah. In North Dakota. <laughs> yeah, real good well, Except that most of those factories, like the meat factories in that Wyoming and North Dakota and South Dakota yeah. are staffed by migrant workers, which I'm Thank not. Of you. course. So, of, of course. Yeah. But uh, this is great. I hope this gets so much play. And, and based on Joe Biden's remarks over the last couple of days, I think he's going to make a big issue of this between now and November. Donald Trump accepted full blame for the failure <laughs> of this legislation. He said, yeah, fine, blame me. Bl- I'm, I'm to blame, blame me. In a perfectly length... It's me, yeah. hi, I'm the problem. <laughs> this me. is a, yeah, this is a 16-second audio perfect. clip that will fit into any length commercial. Even like a, I mean, basically you can run a 15 second commercial out of this. You can do a 30 second commercial with a wraparound, a donut as they call it. I mean, there are lots of possibilities, but let's listen to Donald Trump accepting full blame for not fixing the fucking border when they had a chance. And I'll fight it all the way. I noticed a lot of the senators, (sighs) a lot of the senators are trying to say respectfully they're blaming it on me i said that's okay please blame it on me please please, please blame, blame it, on, blame me. it on, me. on me yeah okay dude <laughs> it's my Okey deal dokey. it's I'm my so deal here wade <laughs> he always sounds so drunk what the fuck and know. the thing is i told your mother 
Yeah, you know, yeah, he's sounding like, like Larry Kudlow. He's sounding like Larry Oh, yeah, Kudlow. he is, absolutely. Greenland is a strategic <laughs> place up there. Got a lot of valuable minerals. Got a lot of valuable minerals. <laughs> I don't want to predict an outcome. I'm just saying the president, who knows, who knows a thing or two about buying real estate, <laughs> wants to take a look <laughs> at low interest rates. Yeah, it's like buying real estate qualifies you for purchasing an entire nation. A <laughs> sovereign nation of people who don't want to be. I just, God. I know. It's hey, so you know, David and Bob, I can't definitively say <laughs> definitively. Yeah. I can't even say definitively. Definitively. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Donald Trump, by the way, in 2018 said that this whole issue of the border has to be dealt with by Congress. When he had the power to use an executive order, so he says, to be able to do this, he actually got in front of a microphone and said, no, Congress has to do it. Congress, Here's Donald Trump contradicting Donald Trump. The only long-term solution to the crisis and the only way to ensure the endurance of our nation as a sovereign country. As a sovereign country. I don't know what a sovereign country is. Do you know what a sovereign country is? I'm not sure. Um, it's a sovereign. Yeah. It's, you know, it's it's on its own, apparently, and it's sovereign. <laughs> right. It's- no, but listen to the difference in his cadence of his voice. Yeah. This is 2018. It, it's just his, the cadence in his voice mm-hmm. from five years ago yeah. or six years now yeah. um, is like he's kind of awake and aware and what you just played earlier, yeah. completely different. More He's, like Larry Kudlow. Right. He just woke up from a nappy poo. As a sovereign country. Sovereign. Is for Congress to overcome open borders obstruction. Okay. There it is. What the Congress fuck does that needs mean? to do open it. Open borders obstruction? Yeah. Well, I, I guess. Yeah, they, what is that? Well, because he didn't have a favorable Congress. What does that mean? Yeah. In 2018, there were, uh, I think, no, wait a minute. Democrats. Who's Pelosi. Yeah, maybe he's talking about no, the filibuster yeah. in the Senate. Maybe he's talking about that. Maybe Democrats were filibustering. I don't know. Who can say? This I don't know. He, he will contradict himself in the space of a single paragraph. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, a 1952 law says the president does not have the right to unilaterally shut down no. the border. So that issue no. is entirely moot. But you know what? No, no one cares about that. <laughs> that's, you know, well, that's but, but he was able to shut it down for health reasons during the pandemic. Oh, sure. People are like, oh, he shut it down. I'm like, dude, health reasons. Yeah. We shut all our borders mm-hmm. off for health Except reasons. Airports, so. it's not, it's, uh, yeah. sorry. Well, I mean, if you came from another country that had a bad COVID, you were not let in. I mean, it was a whole thing. Well, the other thing here is, and in the, and, and the big picture, beyond just the border, this is a gigantic win for Vladimir Putin. Because mm-hmm. this has also stymied the aid to Ukraine. As well as aid yep. to Israel, aid to Gaza. I mean, this was a yep. a huge amount of uh, foreign spending that was on the table here that the Republicans had agreed to until Donald Trump got whiff of it and said, no, no, blame me because I'm going to kill all of this because I want all of this to myself. I want the issue all, all of his to shoes. myself. Yeah. So my, my shoes and my glasses with me. So I have them. Yeah. Um, so I think this is going to play significantly against Donald Trump's chances in the fall. I think, uh, I as, as I said before, Joe Biden has vowed to make this a gigantic issue between now and November, and rightfully so. This is their thing. This is the emergency. Next time they say, oh my God, here comes another caravan, I'm going to say, well, Donald Trump, you, you stopped the fucking legislation. Yeah. 
and the president I can't do I think do that this. is honestly too complicated for the average TV watcher to understand. <laughs> sure, yeah. Sadly, I, I actually kind of hope that they don't make that a huge cornerstone of their elect. Their, I mean, maybe in the re- reaching out to people on the Republican side. But I just don't see like the well, border it's, doesn't. It's it's, it's going not to, the emotional issue for us and progressives that it is for xenophobes and racists. Well, progressives, I think but the they, assumption is that progressives are already going to go along, or liberals are already going to go along with Joe Biden. It's the swing voters yeah. that matter here. I think right. Joe Biden wants to win Arizona, and Arizona would put Joe Biden well over the top with uh, well, yeah, far it's more a border state like California. Yeah. I mean, yeah. California, Arizona, New Mexico are also border states. Um, moving on here, we're going to talk about in just a second uh, the Biden documents investigation, how that is over. There will not be any charges, and there are other details to this uh, to discuss. So we'll talk about that here in just a second. Plus, thank you, Nikki Haley, one more time. No. Nikki Haley is providing lots of material for Democratic she ads is. between now and November. We've got two separate clips of this. Perfection. Thank you, Nikki Haley. Chef's chef's kiss. No. Okay, back with more podcasts right after this. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. me into this world and opened my eyes kept all the demons at bay my ally in life so many times she would say boy that's not right mother without your touch It's so cold inside A lady takes my hand Okay, now I'm going to cry. Yeah, this is, uh, <laughs> holy shit, this is a great tip. I love t- this, this so is, much. This is Tim Russ. Yeah, Tim Russ from Star Trek Voyager, Star Trek Picard. The combing the desert guy from Spaceballs. <laughs> and frequent guest on this show. This goes back about 20 years. This is one of his first singles. It's called Cushion Gaza. And there's a link in the description to download it. After uh, yesterday's interview show, after I was done talking with Tim Russ, I uh, sent him an email. Oh, you know what? I kept 
kept forgetting to ask you, I play independent recording artists on the show. Do you want in? And he was like, absolutely. And he sent me a whole bunch of songs to uh, to play nice. on the show. So I'm really looking forward to playing more He's Tim Russ. This is super appropriate because my mom's birthday was yesterday. It's oh, also mine and Ben's oh, wedding yeah. anniversary. We've been married seven oh, years honey. as of yesterday. Yeah. Happy anniversary, David. Happy Thanks. anniversary. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, the multi-talented Tim Russ, Renaissance man Tim Russ. Oh, my God. Never ceases I, to impress. That was impress. like so like the, the lost track from the original Top Gun soundtrack. <laughs> Yeah, uh, holy shit. This guy does everything. Uh, we Yesterday on, on the show, talked a lot about politics and really smart when it comes to politics. And then uh, we got into a little bit of astronomy in there, too. And uh, what his favorite telescope is these days, some of the things he's been able to image on his own. He likes to go up to Griffin. And what is his favorite telescope? Is it, do you mean his favorite, like, of all human telescopes or his favorite one to use? <laughs> the favorite for his one that he. Stargazing. Yeah, the favorite one that he uses, which is okay. called. Oh. Yeah, it's called the Unistellar. Or, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, Unistellar telescope. And well, uh, my favorite is the James Bird telescope. Okay, the fucker that can see behind other galaxies. Well, you're talking about the uh, James Webb James space Webb, yeah. telescope. Yeah, say James Bird. That's the old Klansman, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> James Bird was a Klansman. Yeah. yeah. No, this is the he endorses the <laughs> Unistellar EV scope too. And I put a link to it on Twitter under my post for yesterday's show. So if you find the post that I wrote promoting yesterday's podcast with a picture of Tim Russ standing next to his telescope, uh, right below that, there's a reply with a link that goes to the EV Scope 2. A little bit pricey. I was a little surprised when I saw. I went there. I was like, oh, yeah. Well, he I'm is gonna... a Star Trek actor. He's not exactly, you know, like us. <laughs> he's not like us. He's from Star Trek. Yeah. No, he's uh, awesome. Barely make the rent every month. No, you know what? He is one of us because you know how I uh, got in touch with Tim Russ is through our friend Travis Bone because yep. Tim Russ is a Stephanie Miller Show listener. He is. Ah. So I was like, oh, yeah, I got I to gotta make that connection. And that's how we got Tim Russ on Trek Politics over the summer. And then I had Tim Russ on again on, on this show uh, in the fall. And then he was on again. And it's going to be a regular thing. So get, get used to Tim Russ. He's going to be on this show. Oh, he's amazing. Uh, more and often. I yeah. had him in my house. So you should have him in your house. That's right. And he performed for you. He, like, sang for you, didn't he? Didn't he serenade you no, in your house? No, he didn't sing for us. I'm he totally imagining Jody like in the like Sultan outfit, smoking a hookah. Like, you know. <laughs> Bring I in the dancing talking. boys. Who is this? <laughs> Bring in the boys. Yeah. Bring in the celebrities. No, I'm very Madeline Kahn. I'm very Madeline Kahn about it. Yes, 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 no. Yes, 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 no. No. Uh, Every single gay man I know was completely like psychologically marked by that scene. Yeah. yeah. The, the choosing <laughs> of the dicks for the orgy. Like, that was yeah. a brilliant scene. Uh, but no, no, he came over for the Carpenters karaoke. All singers are either, I mean, it's no matter how perfect your pitch is you're a little sharp or a little <coughs> flat and there's something about the yeah. little flat people makes us sound sad it's the nina <laughs> simone well, thing yeah it's yeah. it's yeah nina simone i know her daughter by the way her name is simone um but simone, it's like simone? It, it's, no her name is simone i d don't remember her last name um okay. she was in <laughs> rent she was in rent with carrie it's oh, kind of awesome. a cool name, Simone Simone. Yeah, it is. But anyway. I don't think she went by that, but um, uh, she was in Rent. She played Mimi in Rent with my yeah. sister. Simone Simone was my radio name in 1981. <laughs> oh, I thought it was uh, Long Pockets or Short Pockets. I was Johnny saying High Pockets on the radio. That was my radio name. 
Okay, we got to get back into politics here. <laughs> Did you just make a little snort sound? <laughs> that was me. That was me. I can do that. <laughs> uh, cute. So the uh, Joe Biden documents case is over. There will not be any charges for the couple of classified documents that he had uh, at his think tank office and at his home. And Joe Biden is not asking for any redactions. So when this report comes out, there will be no redactions. A letter from uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland to congressional leaders did not include a copy of special counsel Robert Hur's report, which is being reviewed by a legal privilege team. It provided few details about the investigation and made no mention of charges. The attorney general said Hur filed his final report on Monday, and the bulk of it is expected to be made public soon. And uh, How do you spell Hur? H-U-R, the H-U-R, traditional H-U-R, spelling. Yeah. Bob Hur, Ben Ben's Her. brother, Her. Ben's brother yeah, Bob. It's Ben's brother, exactly. Yeah. Ben's brother Bob. <laughs> I'm sure Robert Hur has heard that like a gazillion times. It's like, shut up about Ben Hur, goddammit. It's like people referring to me as cesspool when I was five years old. It's just like, oh, oh come on. Honey. So over Who years. in kindergarten even knows what a fucking cesspool is? The old kindergarten. I assure you they do. I assure you they Tristan know. Snell. Oh, Tristan Snell. Think about Snell. his last name. Oh, yeah. Poor guy. Smell. Snell. I mean, come on. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> um, come on. Oh, also, we got to talk about this. Uh, Nikki Haley providing lots of commercial material, just like Donald Trump did, talking about how he's yeah. going to take blame for the uh, failure of the border security bill. Nikki Haley, uh, in addition Nikki to losing... Haley, Nikki Haley. In addition to losing the Nevada primary, where Nevadans went no to Nikki Haley, no, she actually lost to none of these candidates. <laughs> that was the category. Is that one of the places where Trump's not on the ballot? Is that what happened? Yeah, yeah. It's very okay. confusing. Uh, so the, Trump's the, not on the ballot in Nevada, and so the people just clicked none of the above instead. Yeah, of yeah. There was Nikki an option for none of these candidates. Yeah, that's kind of sad. Which basically meant Trump, like Trump equals right. none of these candidates. But Trump is on the caucus ballot today, and that's going to happen in that state today. So, uh, but yeah, I got your caucus right here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's, hey uh, let's just bask in Nikki Haley ranking the shit out of the Republican Party. Here we go. You see, he surrounds himself with the political establishment. All of the congressional leaders are all around him. Talking about Trump. Every single one of them are responsible for the fact they've got nothing done. Look at what happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. Trump loses the case on having immunity for whatever comes next. Yeah. Yay! Well, in the original, it didn't make any sense even when it was in the original crayon. Right. <laughs> Republicans lose a fight on the border. They lose a fight on Israel aid. <laughs> the head of the Republican Party loses her job. That? Everything that Donald Trump, Trump touches, it's chaos. I thought she was going to yep. quote Rick Wilson. Everything Donald Trump touches dies. I so. Yeah, that would have been great. But uh, I, gonna... I, I love that. I mean, use that, especially that part about Donald Trump being establishment, surrounding himself yes. with establishment Republicans. I love that. That's useful. See, this is the kind of shit that we don't want Democrats to do to Joe Biden. This is why we were no. so vocal about opposing Cornell West and Marianne Williamson, RFK Jr. and all the rest, Dean Phillips, because all they do is the yeah. waters and floods the zone exactly. with shit and gives the other guys exactly what they want in terms of things to attack us with. Yes. So here's, exactly. here's Nikki Haley at a separate event saying similar things. Republicans lost a bill on the border. Mm-hmm. Republicans lost a bill on 
supporting Israel. Mm -hmm. The RNC chair lost her job. Mm -hmm. Donald Trump was found that he's not immune from any of the charges that are coming up. Yeah. It is total chaos. Yes. <laughs> total chaos, says Nikki Haley about the Republican Party. <laughs> I thought she was going to quote Rick Astley. I'm... <laughs> Never going to give you up. <laughs> Never going to give you up. Never going to let you down. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome for the earworm. That would have been fucking awesome. <laughs> We're no strangers to love. I, I do a really good Rick Astley, actually. No, 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 no. 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 No, David. Ew, David. Ew, David. <laughs> you have it Ew, somewhere. David. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> I wonder if I could do like Rick Astley, as, well, Morrissey singing Never Gonna Give You Up. Okay. Not with the music playing in the background. That's no, yeah. No, that, that would be Never very Gonna confusing. Give You Up. <laughs> There's nothing worse in my. Never let you down. It's yeah. like the, the worst thing in the world in my brain is when two songs are playing at the same time. Oh it's no! Just, it's like it's like brain surgery without anesthesia. Yeah, you know? it erases my brain. It literally like destroys neurons in my head when I hear two songs playing simultaneously. It. So it's like uh, sometimes in the evenings, Kimberly does these calisthenics out in the living room, and she's got her headphones on, and she sometimes sings along to the music that she's playing. And sometimes her <laughs> singing along is louder than the music I'm listening to in my office. So I'm hearing the two things playing at the same time. Do they like, ever intersect perfectly? Has that ever happened? Oh, I've had no, things. no, no, I'm never that no. lucky. No. Mm. <laughs> no, they're two. things that, like, think two things That'd are happening fun. at the other end of the house, and they suddenly cross. Yeah, I'm in here listening to Rush, and she's out there singing 80s oh. pop songs. So, no. Yeah, no. No, they don't. No! Oh, no, I... Yeah, no. No! Yeah. I would be singing, I don't know, Skeeter, um, <laughs> Davis's lyrics to the end of the world soon. Okay. You're doing it? You're going to record it? I'm going to do it, baby. <gasps> awesome. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I'm going to freaking come in my dress. <laughs> oh, by the way, the FCC has outlawed AI-generated voices in robocalls. Thank you. But yeah. how do they do that? Yeah. Thank God. But how? I don't know. Thank you, but how? I guess if someone's caught doing it, the federal government can find them somehow charge them. Did you guys see that Jacob Wall and his dude are back on the hook for another $11 million lawsuit? Oh, I hope that that other guy's got his fly zipped up. Because <laughs> he showed up at that Jesus press conference Christ. with his fly down like an idiot. Okay, that's it. We're going to go over to the Shadow Docket now. We're talking about podcasting. Whee! We're talking about all kinds of other fun stuff on the Shadow Docket. Oh, some breaking news. Presidents suffer from gaffes. Also, Rudy... Rudy says Donald Trump owes him a pile of money. We'll talk about that, too. It's coming up on our Patreon yeah, page. Get in line, old man. Jesus. <laughs> Patreon.com Patreon slash Bob Seska Show. See you over there, folks. Bye-bye.